What a show, what a show. Don't you know it's going to be a super show? <laughs> oh, what was that? Look out. Um, hey, it's me, Harlan Williams. Welcome to the Harland Highway podcast. Uh, I am your host. I will be here walking you through it, talking you through it. Uh, crazy show. We have a Bernie Saunders um, speech at the Democratic Convention. And let's just say it's not what you expected. Maybe Bernie didn't roll over and die. Wait till you hear uh, Bernie's speech as filtered through my mouth. Also, uh, we, uh, we have a crazy news story about a woman that met an untimely death in northern Australia. Pretty kind of a stupid way to die, too, but it happened. It happens every year. And then to follow up the crazy news story... We actually have an expert uh, who, uh, who's a uh, biologist who deals with uh, large reptilian creatures. And that might give you a tip as to how this woman, this woman met her grisly end. But he's going to be here to give us some scientific insight on how her murder or her death might have occurred, how and why. It's fascinating. It always is, because this is the Harland Highway. What is this, some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Harland Highway. What are you talking about, Will? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? What's happening? Hey, Harland, it's Shelly. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That is fantastic. What's wrong with everybody in this crazy place? The Harland Highway. <gasps> what is it? The opening. To what? To another dimension. This is Harland Williams. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. The Harland Highway. Crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff. I think you're crazy. All right. This one is ugh, this one is a little a little grim, but it is crazy. Crazy news story. Uh, here's the headline, my friends. Are you ready? Crocodile snatches woman during a late-night swim. Yikes. Uh, here's the story. A woman snatched by a crocodile. Just that word, snatched. I don't like snatched. Snatched, it is not. A, does, it does not have good connotations. Taken, kidnapped, abducted, snatched. There's just something very ominous about snatched. N- nothing snatched ever ever comes out good, right? You get snatched, you're 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 gone, man. A woman snatched by a crocodile during a late night swim in northern Australia is likely dead according to like local officials. Well, yeah, probably likely. It's late, it's dark. You're swimming in an area with saltwater crocodiles, the biggest crocodiles on planet Earth. These things get over like 20, 22, 23 feet. They weigh two tons. Likely, yeah, likely you're fucking not only dead, likely you're inside 
a, a crocodile suitcase right now, if you know what I mean. The woman identified as Cindy Waldron, 46, was swimming with a friend in shallow water at Thornton Beach in North Queensland when she was grabbed by a crocodile. Oh, now she's grabbed. No, no longer snatched. She's grabbed. Um, officials have grave fears for the welfare of Waldron, who is from New South Wales. But how... how Proper as that. We hold grave fears for the welfare of, of Cindy Waldron. Grave fears. What do you mean, great for the welfare? How about just saying, I'm afraid Cindy Waldron was swimming in crocodile-infested waters in complete blackness, and she's totally fucked. I mean, there's probably a crocodile shitting her out of his crocodile asshole right as we speak. Cindy Waldron is completely no longer existent on this planet. She's completely fucked. But we do hold grave fears for her welfare. Good Lord. According to the police, Waldron's friend tried to grab her but was, in a, was unable to pull her ashore. Let's see, 98-pound buddy from college versus 23-foot, 2-ton apex predator. Who's going to win that tug-of-war, gang? Saltwater crocodiles, which are found in Australia, are known for being aggressive towards humans, though it's been years since a fatal crocodile attack in the area has happened. Lord, Lord, Lord. It says uh, her and her friend most likely weren't aware of how dangerous the area can be. They'd been walking along the beach and they decided to go for a swim just in waist-deep water, exactly where crocodiles like to lurk, at Thornton Beach and probably on a very nice, clear night, it says. I don't how you know. I don't care how clear the night is. None of us have the ability to see. Does any? Do any of you listening have have uh, catfish eyes? Can you see underwater in the dark? I mean, it's hard enough for most of us to see underwater or through water during uh, full daylight hours. At nighttime, you're talking about looking into the dark, blackened water. At a creature that is an expert at concealing its whole 23-foot body and just having its little bumpy eyes stick up over the surface of the water. I mean, there's a reason these these creatures outlasted the dinosaurs, ladies and gentlemen. They're, they're brilliant predators. These are creatures that can eat and then not have to eat again for a whole year. Is it any wonder they survived? And by the way, this this part, her and her friend most likely weren't aware of how dangerous the area can be. Well, every year, every year, three, six, ten, twelve human beings get eaten by these crocodiles. How do you not know when you go to northern Australia 
that these predators are lurking in the rivers and streams and lakes and even the, even the ocean. There's, these things are, have adapted to salt water. Uh, the area where Waldron was last seen is, is near areas tourists frequent to see crocodiles. What? Oh, my God. They say there are signs throughout the area warning visitors. The unfortunate incident was the result of human stupidity. Yeah, you think? The police say this was a tragedy, but it was avoidable. There are warning signs everywhere up there. Officials continue to search for signs of Waldron. Hey, Jim, you see that uh, giant piece of alligator turd over there? Yeah, I think that might be her. Yeah. I mean, look, man, I'm I'm sad that this, this woman, you know, was consumed by a cr- crocodile. But like I said, it happens every year. People ignore the signs. You have to balance, like, how... How important in life is a midnight dip in a dark, you know, crocodile-infested river? Sometimes there's things that can wait, you know? It's like, oh, my God, it's so hot out, Cindy. If I just go for a quick dip, I mean, it's not going to kill me, right? I mean, I'm just going to, you know, I'll just, I'll run in, I'll just go waist deep, just like, in and out dip, underwater splash, and then me and you can go, you know, roast marshmallows by the fire. Well, guess what, dummy? It ain't happening. If if you see a sign or multiple signs of a giant crocodile and it says, this motherfucker will eat you, you don't go in the water, you, you tough it through the heat. You, you go look for a, a glass of lemonade. You see if any of the other campers have maybe a bottled 8-ounce bottle of water you can cool down with. You don't go uh, skinny dipping in the middle of the night in, in crocodile country. So there you go, gang. A crazy news story. Rest in peace, little lady. At least you had 49 years of, of life, and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a tragedy. At the very least, you at least provided some sustenance for a year for a saltwater crocodile. Yeesh. Hold on. What? What? Oh, you got a guy? Okay, this is cool. Well, this is good. Okay, it sounds like Roger was able to, while I was doing that crazy news story, Roger was able to uh, dig up a, uh, a, a, croco- a crocodile expert, Roger? Oh, cool. Okay, so Roger's uh, just let me know. Roger, my producer in the booth there. I guess we have a guy uh, who's who's uh, a crocodile wrangler, and uh, he's a biologist. Okay, cool. So this guy, I guess, studies... Uh, the lives and habits of, of saltwater crocodiles in, in Australia. And why not talk to him? I mean, it's very pertinent to this story. So uh, let's put him through. What's his name, Roger? Wally Hasbro? All right, Wally Hasbro calling in from uh, Queensland, Australia. 
Uh, let's talk to him right now. This should be fascinating. Uh, hello, Mr. Hasbro. Are you there, sir? Hi, good day, Holland. How are you, mate? Hey, there you are. How are you? Uh, boy, thanks for calling in. This should be fascinating. We just finished doing a tragic story about a woman that was eaten by a saltwater crocodile, and uh, I, it happens every year, Holland. It's, uh, it's uh, you know, it's coming up here, unfortunately. Oh, it's just I, I can't imagine uh, how that goes down. Well, these are some of the biggest creatures of all time. They're some of the oldest creatures on planet Earth. As you, I heard you mention, they outlive the dinosaurs, and uh, they just have a voracious appetite, Holland. Uh, they, they, they can consume things as big as a full-grown cow or something as small as a baby bird that falls out of a tree. It's just remarkable. Just remarkable the skills, the predatory uh, expertise they have. You you can hardly imagine that something so big and so clumsy looking can move so silently and effortlessly through the water, and uh, you can't see them coming, especially during the night time, Holland. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, we we've all heard the stories, and like I alluded to, this seems to happen. Every year. It's true, Arlen, every year, and they said the word stupidity in there, and I'd, I'd like to, uh, you know, upgrade that term and actually say uh, borderline retarded. Well, well, I don't know if we want to throw the word retarded around. Well, Harlan, what would you call it if you saw signs all over the beach that said, warning, man-eating crocodiles don't go in the water. But you go ahead and go in the water, but at night time. I mean, that's the sign of a fucking retard right there, Harlan. Well, yeah, that's a little harsh. I mean, people do make mistakes. Yeah, and also, Harlan, uh, people are retarded. Well, yeah. look, I mean, you got to have a little sympathy for this woman. Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, if she didn't get swallowed by the fucking, uh, you know, crocodile, I picture this uh, this bird walking right in front of a fucking 18-wheeler truck and getting a fucking body crumpled in. Well, let, let's skip forward, sir, uh, Wally, to you said you've done uh, endless amounts of research on, on these types of attacks, and and h- how does one research a, a, a saltwater crocodile attack? Uh, it's all field work, Alan. Is that the only way to do it? Is to go out in the field and observe these attacks happening, and uh, that's exactly what I've done. Extensive hours of research and well, well, how exactly? I mean, it, it's not like you're there when when people have been attacked. Is is that what you're saying? Well, actually, Holland, uh, you know, when you're a dedicated biologist and a scientist and a, a researcher the way I am, uh, you have to commit to what you do in order to get the data to, uh, you know, accumulate results and scientific facts and data and build a library, uh, you know, so that the rest of the world can uh, tap into that data and understand a certain species. Okay, so so you've seen an actual... Uh Human being attacked by, by one of these crocodiles? Absolutely, Alan, on numerous occasions. Whoa, well, that's just got to be, you know, fluke timing or happenstance. I mean, are you saying you just happened to be there when, when human beings were taken down in a, in a river system by a giant saltwater crocodile? 
Well, not exactly, Island. Uh, there is a method to my madness. Uh, well, can you tell us uh, how how you've observed these these attacks? Absolutely, Island. Uh, look, I've got a wife. My wife Maggie. Uh, she's what I call a breeder. I'm sorry. Uh, my wife Maggie. She's what I call a breeder. A, a breeder. That's right. She, I mean, my wife, Arlen, she pops babies out uh, more than an Irish woman drunk on fucking Guinness. Uh, what do you mean? You guys have had a lot of kids? We've, my wife and I have had over two dozen kids over the last 25 years, and uh, it hasn't been easy. She's stretched out like a canvas tent at a Walmart parking lot. Oh, well, okay, that's a little too much information, Wally. Well, I'm telling you, Holland, you don't have two dozen kids and not have, uh, you know, residual damage. I mean, my wife's, uh, you know what, is, uh, you know, I've, I could almost drive a smart car up there. Okay, Wally, uh, so you've had two dozen kids. I'm not sure what this has to do with your research. Well, in order to see these crocodiles in action, Holland, it's almost like the old Mayan society, the Inca society, where they actually made human sacrifices to the gods. Okay, I'm not getting the connection here. Well, in order to do research and actually observe a human attack from a salty, as we call them, a saltwater crocodile, uh, we've actually had to put live human beings in precarious situations in order to accumulate the data. Oh, what do you mean? You're telling me you 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 put people out in 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 the crocodile-infested waterways? Absolutely, Holland. But don't worry, it was just my kids. What do you mean it was just your kids? Well, we've got so many kids, Holland, and we're down to two now. I told you we had two dozen at one point in time. That's 24 fucking children. And I can say it again. My wife is stretched out like an Iranian Persian blanket on the floor of an olive garden. I mean, it's just... Okay, sir, you don't have to keep telling us how worn out your wife's... baby birthing area is well Holland so what we do is we get the kids and we raise them up until about 16 where they're at least over five feet tall and are representative of a general height ratio for your average human being do you see what I'm saying well okay I mean not to say that we haven't floated a few of the babies out just to do some extra research to get the bite force of the saltwater crocodile, which, by the way, Harlan, their bite force, and this has been proven through my research, their bite force, can it's the strongest in the animal kingdom. They can crush a turtle shell the way you slam your balls in a car door. Okay, Wally, please, with the metaphors, I get it that you're kind of a bushman and you use... Probably some salty language up there. I like the way you said salty. That's good, because that's what the, the fucking crocodiles are called. We call them salties. Yes, we know you said that already. But then you said I was using salty language. I mean, this shit cracks me up, Arlen. <laughs> okay, so I'm finding this a little unorthodox that you've taken your own children, wait till they're the appropriate size... And you? Well, what we do is we wade them out into the water. We fix them with their bodies with transmitters and pressure-sensitive wiring and all kinds of stuff. 
And uh, we basically, you know, we rule the cameras all and then we watch the children get eaten alive by the fucking salties. And I've got to tell you, it's as dramatic as you could imagine it. And the, the, re- the data we have accumulated is invaluable. I mean, sure, I've lost, you know, almost, uh, you know, 12 children, but it's, you know, what, the, the, what we get back, Holland, is invaluable. You're telling me you sacrificed your own children to, to, to research crocodile attacks in northern Australia? I got to tell you, too, Holland, you know, a lot of parents, a lot of their income goes into saving up for college funds and tuitions and, you know, dentist stuff and, uh, you know, doctor bills and all kinds of bullshit that you have with kids. And I've got to tell you, I mean, we bought a brand new Corvette Stingray with all the money we've saved. And we've added money because we've been able to sell the research we've done with the saltwater crocodiles. And you used your kids to do this? Look, it's not like we can't have more. I mean, my wife's, you know what, is ready to go. I mean, her thing, her lips are rolled out like red carpets at a movie premiere in Hollywood. Okay, sir. Wally. Well, I'm just saying, Arland, and, you know, somebody's got to do the research, mate. And, you know, if it's not me, who's it going to be? I mean, I've got to do it. Yeah, but, sir, you cannot sacrifice your own children to observe how saltwater crocodiles eat human beings. Too late. Done and done, Holland. I can't reverse it. So we might as well use what I've collected, the important biological data and information that I've collected. We've put it in the library of natural science, and it's there for the whole world to see. And hopefully in the future, we prevent these retards from walking into the water in the middle of the night. Again with the retard. Yeah, that's what they are, Holland. Fucking retards. No, what I meant is can we not use that term? Well, Holland, let me ask you this. If you walk into the water in the middle of the night, naked, in a crocodile-infested river where there's signs everywhere, what do you call that? Well, it's a little stupid. Well, I'll go one step further. It's fucking retarded, Holland. Oh, my God. Can I tell you, we had a baby, and we had we, one of our children was born with Down syndrome, all, and then we were like, you know, we might as well get rid of this one a little earlier, right? Because, you know, it's a lot of work with the Down syndrome children. Oh, my God, no, Wally, no. So instead of letting that child grow up, we thought, well, we've never done a study with like a five or six-year-old, you know, where that child only comes up to about three feet. And we thought we might have a little trouble because, you know, the kid can't swim very well and uh, he's short. So what we did, Arlen, is we wrapped him in bacon and we drizzled him with shrimp oil. What are you talking about? Well, to entice the salty to come and get him, we covered him with bacon, wrapped his legs and his head, and we left little eye slots for his eyes. It looked like he was wearing a Batman mask made out of bacon. And we waddled him out into the river, and we drizzled shrimp oil and actually put sesame seeds and sunflower seeds in his hair as a little... Some croutons. My wife loves croutons. In fact, one night when we were getting a little naughty in the bedroom, she popped 12 or 16 right out of a unit. Know what? All right. Are you telling me you floated your 
your poor innocent Down syndrome child out into the water. Wrapped in bacon and we put some shrimp oil on them just to get the, you know, get the flavor in the water to get the salty to come up. This is ridiculous, sir. It's criminal and you should be in jail. Oh, well, look at you, high and mighty, eh? Well, next time you go in for a swim and don't get eaten by a crocodile, you fucking retard. Don't call me a retard. By the way, I'd like to wrap you in hot melted cheese and salami and float you in the river and have a fucking salty eat your fat, flubbery ass cheeks. Hey, Roger, who who is this guy? I'm the guy that's going to float your fat ass and hang up on him. Oh, I'm a salty and I'm gonna bite your fat ass, Harlan. Hang up on him! What the hell was that, Roger? That I want to apologize. You don't put you don't put humans, you don't put babies. This man took advantage of a Down syndrome child. Good luck. Did he say he put croutons and and shrimp oil on that that little boy? Unbelievable, man. You know, maybe there's a reason certain people live in the outback of Australia. They're just not acclimated to to living with, with regular people who are a little more sophisticated. A hundred apologies. Roger, maybe you should screen these guys a little more before you tune them into our show. Why do we always seem to get the freaks? Oh, God. Hillary Clinton will make an outstanding president and I am proud to stand with her tonight. Thank you all very much. Oh my God. Oh my God. I would rather be eaten by a saltwater crocodile than I I just, I want to send out my most heartfelt condolences to any of you Bernie Sanders people. Those of you that that supported Bernie, that loved Bernie, that followed his message, believed in his message, uh, you just saw a man fold his tent and collapse and go home and and kind of piss all over everything he believed in. And it's just I gotta tell you, I'm not a Bernie fan. I, I don't follow Bernie and I, I I don't follow Hillary. I don't I hate Hillary even less, but I watched I watched as Bernie endorsed a woman who he himself says said was not fit to be the president of the United States. I saw him endorse a woman who he accused of rigging the system. I I, I saw him endorse a woman who who fiendishly planned elusive debates, limited debates. Uh you know had it in the bag for Bernie uh, with with crooked people in her own party and Bernie acknowledging during his whole campaign that the system was rigged, that they that his own party was conspiring against him and working against him to make sure that Hillary was the anointed one and handed the run for the presidency. And for you Bernie people who are some of the most passionate political voices I've seen or heard in probably my lifetime, I don't think I've ever seen people so fired up over their candidate and and showing up at rallies and holding signs and yelling and wanting their voices being heard. 
a message, by the way, that the the media, who also had it in the bag for Hillary, pretty much uh, ignored, or at the at the most gave very limited media exposure to. You're talking to a man that was filling arenas, a man that was getting thirty thousand or more people at his rallies, compared to Hillary, who was getting a few hundred if she was lucky. And so this isn't a political shout-out from me to endorse or knock any any political party or candidate. This is me. This is me like sending flowers and chocolates and 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 putting flowers on the graves of the Bernie supporters. I can't imagine. I even feel disappointed and cheated and lied to and depressed. And I don't. I'm not even a Bernie supporter. I can't imagine what you Bernie. You burners are going through. And then, you know, to run up against this this vile woman, Hillary, who's acting like, uh, you know, she, she knows nothing about it. She knew nothing about what, what Debbie Warts or whatever the, her name is. Debbie, Debbie Hisselbuns Warts or whatever the hell her name is. Pretending she has no knowledge of what happened, and then and then after it all comes out that Debbie and her crew conspired against Bernie, challenged his religion, his faith, borderline mocked him being a Jew. Um, Hillary turns around and hires Debbie Washerman Warts. Uh, gives her a, a a position in 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 her uh, organization. Man, oh man, guys. As I said, I'm not going to make this political, but I, I just continue to shake my head at how corrupt this freaking whole system is, how corrupt Hillary is, and the people are blindly just looking past it. Ugh. So as a little... As a little, you know, way to make the Bernie supporters feel better, I want to close the show out and do the the speech at the convention that Bernie should have done that I know all you Bernie supporters wished you had heard. And so here's take two. Here's the real Bernie speech that should have happened when he got up on the stage the other night. Instead of endorsing the woman that conspired against him and and unfairly took him out of the race, he should have gone with his true inner voice and said to himself, you know, if I really wanted to change the world, change the system, I'm like coming up on 80. I'm never going to be able to run for president again. The system is corrupt. I'm going to speak out now while I have this platform on global television and say this as my contribution to the the uh, the Democratic convention. Thank you. Thank you thank you very much everybody. Thank you. Thank I, I would ask that you all just calm down. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. My name is Senator Bernie Sanders. I am here today at the Democratic Convention. 
And I would just like to say to all my followers, to all my fans, to all my constituents and all of the people that were part of the Bernie Sanders revolution, I would like to say to you, to the country of the United States of America, I would like to say to the whole world right now, as I stand up here and watch Hillary Clinton about to receive the nomination officially as front runner and candidate for the President of the United States for the Democratic Party, I would like to say to Hillary Rodham Clinton, I am not happy with how this went down. You cheated. You lied. You conspired against me and my whole campaign. And instead of standing up here and endorsing you and telling the world how fit you are to be president of the United States, Hillary Clinton, you can bend down and grab your cankles and let me shove this piano straight up your lying email ass. You stole the election from me. I had integrity. I had honesty. I had a game plan that, although not loved by everyone, was at least sincere. Up yours, Hillary Clinton. I am Bernie Sanders. I urge all of my followers to stand with me and walk out of this convention right now. We will all go to Denny's and have a roast beef sandwich, and then we will burn New York City to the ground. Thank you very much. I'm Bernie Sanders. Fuck you, Hillary Clinton. Good night. Okay. There you go. Yeah, let's hear it for Bernie Saunders. Oh, God. Now, although that might have sounded a little harsh and a little angry, I really wasn't doing it for me. I, I hope that you Bernie Saunders fans, like I said, I'm not really a Bernie guy, but I hope, I hope somehow I tapped into something pleasing to Bernie Saunders fans who, uh, who can at least fantasize. Listen, they, they love Bernie, man. They're still going. At least they could fantasize through my little ramble there that that's how it really should have gone. And uh, I, I, I just, I don't know how Bernie, like, gave in and, and you know, all that hard work he did. He just kind of handed the, the throne to Hillary and said how great she was. And how, how does any politician do that when you spend when you spend months and months talking about how unqualified they are and how bad they are and then you turn around and say how great they are oh we we need we need to do better we need to do better so there you go bernie fans you can you can thank me later or maybe you maybe that pisses you off i don't know maybe maybe a lot of bernie fans did go to hillary i don't know i know i wouldn't i don't like to be conned i don't like to be deceived by my own party. So there you go. I think we'll leave it right there. Keep everyone's passions and and temperature rising. Ha ha. 
And uh, we'll see how this whole thing plays out. More to come, I'm sure. Uh, that'll be the end of the show right there. Let's do a few announcements while I got you here. Uh, please go to harlanwilliams.com. Check out my stand-up comedy schedule. All my fall dates, fall and winter dates, have now been posted. I might be coming to your city or town, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, uh, Salt Lake City, uh, Irvine, San Diego, San Jose. I mean, I'm motoring Kansas City. The, the kid is motoring all over the country. So uh, make sure you uh, you check harlowilliams.com. Go to the tent stand-up comedy schedule, and uh, you can get your tickets now. We start in September. We roll out in September, ladies and gentlemen. I think the first uh, stop on the tour is actually uh, – Salt Lake City, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just check here. Yeah. Salt Lake City, September uh, 9th and 10th. Then we go to Kansas City, September 15th. And then we're in Pittsburgh, September 30th. So uh, it is starting. Um, Hope you enjoyed the show. While you're at harlowilliams.com, you can call me, 323-739-4330. 323-739-4330. The phone number is at the website, if you have trouble remembering numbers, you can also write me at harlowilliams.com. We have a, uh, a link there where you can uh, you can write emails to me. I do read all of them. Uh, we also have a store. We have a really fun store where you can buy merchandise at uh, harlowilliams.com. Funny t-shirts, DVDs, movies, artwork, music, digital downloads. It's all right there. You're going to love it. Um. Also, please become a premium member. People are loving the premium membership where I put exclusive content only for premium members. I put my live stand-up. I put other shows that I've done, um, other uh, podcasts that I do called Let's Have a Fight. Uh, put all kinds of cool stuff up there for, for only premium members to listen to. It's only $20 a year. And that also gives you access to all the cataloged uh, back episodes of the Harland Highway, almost 800 episodes. That's pretty incredible. Uh, get our free app at, uh, at your app store. Just type in the Harland Highway, and boom, you can download the app for free. You get the most current 50 episodes. And as I said, if you want all 800, just uh, join premium for $20 a year. It's a good buy, gang. Um, so that's it for today. Hope you enjoyed the show. Watch out where you go swimming. Watch out for crocodiles. And uh, hope you had some laughs here today. Thanks for being here, everybody. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. <laughs> <laughs>